0: Good morning, happy Saturday. Today, I'm gonna to be sharing with you part four of the 10 core tenets of a profitable practice. And today, we're gonna to be talking about the one factor, I believe the most important factor in your success. Well, to be honest with you, there's many, many factors, right? We can talk about persistence, consistency, desire, all that kind of stuff. And those are all very, very applicable. Um, but I wanna I want to talk about um, the one thing I've seen consistently that forces most practitioners and most health experts to have a job as opposed to a business. So let me define the way I see business. Number one, business, the way I see it, is a system or a collection of systems that produces profit for the owner, okay? That's, like, that's probably the most uh, capitalistic definition we can think of. I like to add in that also does good for its customers, patients, or clients, right? So it's a collection of systems, and what that means is that when we're talking about this fourth core tenant today, the fourth core tenant of a profitable practice, is that your success is determined by your systems. Okay, so your success is determined by your systems. So let's look at a couple examples of uh, what we typically see in the world of health practices. So it doesn't matter if you are a PT, ND, MD, MD, uh, <clears throat> the scenarios are very similar. So you typically are going to, well, one of the biggest things that people come to us for is because they, they need more patients, right? So we ask them, well, how do you get patients right now? And the typical answer is WOM, word of mouth. So think about word of mouth for a second. Is that something that is a predictable, controllable system? No, it's out of your control. It's, it's out there for patients to randomly bring up to other people they know. And word of mouth is awesome. It's great. I mean, when it happens. But the thing is that it's, you can't build a business reliably on word of mouth. And this is the irony is that a lot of practitioners have become successful in spite of themselves, right? So they feel, they, they feel like a lot of them have a waiting list. And they still get most of their patients coming in through word of mouth. So you think, okay, great. Well, we, we don't have a marketing or an acquisition problem. And that may or may not be true. But the way we look at this is, let's say you were going to sell your practice, right? I like to think of what do you have to do in your business as if you were going to sell it down the road. So if I were going to buy your business, I'd be like, great, talk to me about your acquisition model. And you tell me, well, you know, we just, you know, people just talk about us and <laughs> people come in. And it, it, it's not really reassuring as a buyer or an investor to hear that. It would be very similar to going to a bank and the bank, you're going to the bank for a loan, which, you know, for most cases, I don't think is necessary, but let's just say it is. You go to the bank and the bank says, okay, great, where's your business plan? What's your marketing strategy? Well, I don't, well, you know, we're going to just, Be really good at what we do and people will talk about us. Awesome, right? But again, that's not a strategy. It's not predictable. It's not controllable. Another great example is when you, if you decide to author a book, like a published book, and I've done this three times. Uh, My first one was a number two New York Times bestseller, Wall Street Journal Today bestseller, USA Today bestseller. And I can tell you one of the reasons that my second book, I got a very, very large advance for my next two books. And the reason I was able to do that was because I had previous success with the first book, but I also had a very comprehensive marketing strategy. I don't even know why I put air quotes around that. So I was able to put together a comprehensive book proposal. Actually, so you know what, like the, I had conversations with 12 different publishers within the first two weeks of my first book going live because of the success that it had. And the reason that that first book was successful is because we had a marketing plan in place. It wasn't just like, hey, the book is great, people will talk about it. I mean, that's awesome if it happens, right? We wanna create stuff that people talk about. But we do have to have a plan. We have to have a system in place. So we had a system, we had tested it for many, many months, and it worked. So then I got this uh, tremendous advance for my next two books, because I was able to come to the publishers, and I got to really pick and choose who I wanted to work with, because I knew that what I was gonna bring to the table was a certain strategy or a system to sell books, and that's what the publisher wants to see. A publisher is a glorified printing house. They want it, they're want they going to give you a nice looking book. They want to know that you know how to sell it. So whether we're talking about selling books or filling a practice, the idea is the same, is we need to have a system to predictably bring people in to sell or sell the service or the, the products or the books case uh, that you're looking to sell. So that's one system. We talk, we're talking about an acquisition system. So that's just one piece of the puzzle, right? So in... Health Printer in our world, we talk about the three P's profit, people, and product. So, if we look at the, if you think of a Venn diagram, right, so we've got three circles overlapping. Profit is really the acquisition side. How do we bring people in? How do we exchange value for money? How do we improve profit in the company and the business? And there's systems that bring people in. So, what is the system for generating leads? What's the system for turning those leads into patients? What is the system for nurturing those leads so that when they're ready, they're more likely to choose you, right? So all of these require systems that can be literally mapped out, processed out. And if someone were to come into your company or you were to hand this one specific area over to someone else, they would know what to do, right? Now, there's also systems for the people side of things, right? Do you have a system for hiring? Do you have a system for onboarding? Do you have a system for training people? Do you have a system for managing and leading a team? As opposed to just like randomly, hey, we'll have a stand-up meeting once in a while or um, we'll, we'll post an ad on the paper for a, a new hire and, and maybe like it's just, there's no rhyme or reason. And I'm not saying this to, I'm not, listen, I'm not blaming anyone here. Uh, the reason that we exist as a company is because these are the solutions we provide for our clients. So when we look at the people side of things, if you want to grow your, if you really want to grow your practice, it's going to come down to the people, not just your clients, but also your team. And listen, like, I don't don't enjoy managing people. Don't get me wrong. And I don't think most practitioners do either. But what I've recognized is that the bigger the dream, the greater the team. And I'm not saying you have to have 100 people on your staff, I'm saying you have to have the right people on your staff. You want like fighter jets, A players, right? The A team. We're thinking about Mr. T back in the day. And there's very specific ways of, of, of finding, recruiting, training, onboarding those people. Um, and if you have that type of system, then it just makes your business a whole lot easier because what happens is if you don't have a system, then you are the one who's most likely doing most of the work. And that becomes an issue because if you, for instance, want to take a week off because you just, you've just you been working pretty hard, then uh, what, like how is the clinic supposed to run? Like How is the business supposed to operate if everything that you know hasn't been systemized or processized, if that's even a word? for other people or technologies to deploy on your behalf. And then the third conglomeration or collection of systems is on, is going to be the product. So the product is what we talk about is the, really the delivery, the delivery of patient care, right? Whether that's uh, coaching, hands-on treatments, however you want to define it. How do you, and this is something I've spent a lot of time, this is probably one of the areas that I spend the most amount of time uh, working on. with like, oh, I mean, I don't know. I spent a lot of time on this. The reason that we, like Healthpreneur, we have been able to help thousands of clients over the past couple years, and at any given moment, we're working with hundreds of clients at the same time, yet my time involvement on a weekly basis is only a few hours. How's that possible? Well, the reason it's possible is that I've put together systems that now allow us to have an amazing coaching team to deliver in different areas of expertise that now don't have to rely on me for everything. So for instance, if we're running a group call, well, how do we run a group call? Well, here is the framework. Here's the system for doing that. If that's a group visit in person, there's a system for doing that as well. Um, So these these systems are really important because what what the system does is it makes you replaceable. I want you to write that down. What a system is going to do is the system is going to make you replaceable. And if you don't feel that you are replaceable, then you will always be the cog in your business's wheel you need to make yourself irreplaceable. Sorry, you have to make yourself replaceable. You have to make yourself redundant. On an airplane, there's usually two, three systems of redundancy, right? So typically, there's a hydraulic system, there's an electrical system, there could even be a fly-by-wire system depending on the age of the plane. So if one of those systems fails, you know what? It's not a big deal, right? Because the plane has two more redundancies to continue flying. It's the same way they develop the engines, right? So if one of the engines fails, the plane can still fly pretty much on one engine. And that's what you want to think of in your business is what if one of your engines goes out? Can your business still survive? What if you're sick for a week? What if you're away for a week, right? And if you have these systems in place and these systems can revolve around technologies, processes, people, now you can really start to remove yourself from all the in the business stuff and create true freedom in your life. Because if you don't have a system, then you have a job, right? If you don't have a collection of systems, you have a job. Does that make sense? So anyways, um, hopefully this makes sense, guys. And if you're watching the replay, give it a thumbs up if you've enjoyed this. Or if you're watching this live, give it a thumbs up. Let me know your thoughts on this. And listen, if you need help with your systems in your business, well, this is, I think, part of our magic, right? We have two ways that we help our clients. One is really on the acquisition side, so bringing patients in. And then the second way is once your practice is full, whether that's virtual or uh, brick and mortar, how do, you, how do you scale? How do you increase capacity? How do you deliver and help more people without burning yourself out and working more in the process, right? And this is what we do. This is what we help our clients with all the time. And I'll just, I'll finish with one, one last little story. So we have um, one of our mastermind clients, they're doing more than a million dollars a month right now in the Hashimoto space. And we're running an ad because they've given us permission to use their their case study, their their information. And we've toned the ad down, and it talks about how they made $300,000 a month in March, which is true, sorry, that was in February, and then in March they made $692,000, and then above, uh, beyond that. And it's very interesting to hear the comments that people leave uh, when we share those types of numbers, because they think that there's some kind of scam going on, that there's no way that's possible in a health business, And those people are right, they are. And here's why, is that they only know what they know. And what I'm I'm about to share with you, I want you to write this down, is your model determines your money. The way you, the system or the model that you use to deliver care or coaching is going to be the ultimate limit, the, the limiter on the money your business can make. And what we're able to help our clients with, like these clients I'm just mentioning, is we're able to help them create a better delivery model that can help more people. And so yeah, you can make a million dollars a month, but only if you have the right model and delivery systems in place to be able to do that. And if you're thinking there's no way I can conceivably do that, well, based on the current situation that you might be in, that's 100% true, but it doesn't mean it's impossible. right? And so that's why when you look at, you know, where you want to go, where you're at right now, like what you've done up until now is probably tremendous, but it's only going to keep you there, right? What you need to get to the next level is going to be something different. As my coach Dan Sullivan famously says, what got you out of Egypt won't get you to the promised land. Make sense? Anyways, um, if you'd like help with your systems, if you'd like better systems to bring patients in and obviously deliver to more patients at the same time without burning out, uh, then we be delighted to help you. If you're a practice owner, if you've been in business for a while, if you're amazing at what you do, but you just need help with uh, those things that I just mentioned, uh, go to workwithyuri.com. That's workwithyuri.com. And uh, yeah, book in the time to speak with one of our coaches and we'll see if there's a good fit for us to, to possibly help you. And at the very minimum, we'll look at where the weak spot is in your business, right? There's usually a weak link. We call it a core constraint. We'll identify what that is help you get some clarity around that and put together a game plan to help you move through that. Sound good? Um, That's all for today. hope you have an amazing Saturday. I'll be back in tomorrow with uh, the fifth core tenant of a profitable practice. You're not gonna wanna miss that one. It's a good one. Anyways, hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, give it a thumbs up, share it with someone who needs to see this and I will see you soon.